0: Hello, all you pick and pigskin winners out there! Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Pick and Pigskin Winners here on the Aaron Torres Media Network. Uh, of course, I am Wes Easley, your host, one of your hosts at Loafin It on Twitter, and I am also with my good buddy, my good friend, an accomplished sports author, the senior football analyst over at aaron online.com it is john frisella at legend sports 7 how are you doing today john
1: good morning partner how are you my friend oh you know hey i'm i'm feeling good after last week you know what i mean that's another 11 and 5 against the spread two oh, times God. yep two times out of the first four weeks which i don't think i've ever done that before to be honest you know a lot of these guys out there they call them a tout when they give their picks and they're they're touting their great record I don't think I've ever gone eleven and five two times in the first four weeks, so I'm feeling pretty good.
0: Well, you know, I give you these kind of insights during the show, and you take them and you put them in a little bag and you pull them. It's, it, I'm glad you are listening to. I don't know what my record. I honestly listen. I, I thought about that. I'm like, man, John knows his record. I don't even keep a track of my record really that much, and I do a little bit. You know, I add them up, and you'll ask me what it is, and I, I've got my notes. My notes make a lot of sense to me. It looks like chicken scratch to a lot of people. <laughs> and, and I'll be honest with you when it comes Sunday, I watch football. I, I relax. That's my one day of relaxing. I watch football and I take a break. And then Monday, when Monday hits, or even like Sunday night comes right, right in the middle of all the games or something like that, uh, uh, towards the, before the evening game, I'll go ahead and I'll start show prepping for the next week. Because I, especially for this show, because I like to look at the games, watch them, analyze them a little bit, see what the scores are, and then go over to the the lines and look at the lines and go, oh, look at that line, that's a juicy line already, you know, and just look at it then. But I'm already on to next week, and I I put the past week in the rearview mirror.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I'd like to know what your record is. I'm sure our listeners would like to know. I could tell. I could say one <laughs> thing for sure, which is that you've been good on your over unders. I know that for a fact because. I You know, I don't like to focus on those too much because I've really been laser focused on the lines for so long. Uh, You know, probably, let's see, since 20, so 14 years, I've really been looking at the line straight up. Uh, So I don't really get into the over-unders, but I know you do and your record's been good, so... We got a little bit of everything here on pick and pigskin
0: winners. That's right. I don't know. Your dad said at one point last week. I think you texted me and said, but your dad was like, "Johnny, you're on a heater. You're like ten and two right now, or something." I don't know how what your dad's voice sounds like. But uh, and then he said I was six and four, and Big Fro was like eight and eight and three, or so. I don't know what all that. Yeah, that that was my up.
1: father-in-law. That was shout okay. out to Mike. Yeah, that was my father-in-law. We do a pool together against the spread, and of course, my dad also gives us his pick of the week. He's one and one because he lost last week. He took San Francisco the week before he took Miami. So my dad is one and one and Mike, my father-in-law, he's about 500 as well.
0: Okay, well, hey, uh, one of the things that we had that was really exciting last week, besides all the comments and everything, and we do appreciate that all you listeners out there. Thank you for leaving comments on the podcast. Thank you for uh, asking questions through on Twitter at Loafinet on Twitter and at uh, Legend Sports Seven on Twitter as well. Uh, thanks for reaching out and thanks for all the retweets. Thanks for the quote tweets. All those things that you end up doing to help this show grow, we really appreciate it. Thank you for visiting AaronTorresOnline.com. It's so cool to have you a part of everything that's being built over there at Aaron Torres. Online and, and John, you writing articles every day. Austin Montgomery, J.B. Berry coming out with the DFS Flash, and of course the boss, Aaron Torres, writing his articles, putting out his podcast. It's really cool to see that. And also partnering up with DraftKings Sportsbook has been really, really exciting. Uh, great to be able to give back to our listeners.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we had a special offer last week uh, that has now expired, but thankfully we have another hot one right off the presses for you. As you guys know, we've partnered up with DraftKings Sportsbook, uh, also J.B. Barry, Fantasy Coach J.B., and the DFS Flash. He's also partnered up with DraftKings Sportsbook, and A.T., Aaron Torres himself, on his show. So we have a new deal for you that is for the entire month of October. Now, because it's a hot time in terms of the NBA opening up, the NHL opening up, and the MLB playoffs, and the NFL going on all at once, it's like a multi-deal. So for new users, if you bet one dollar on any MLB playoff team, NHL or NFL game, you can win one hundred dollars in free bets. If the MLB team records a hit in baseball, the (laughs) NHL team scores a goal in hockey or the football team scores one point in the football game. Yeah. So it's 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 unbelievable. It's literally like free money. So that's right. One dollar. If your team gets one hit, one point or one goal, you win one hundred dollars in free bets. So to take advantage of the offer, you just make your first deposit. Uh, you place a one dollar wager on any NFL, MLB, or NHL game. Uh, of course, you know there'll be other offers as well as we go along in the season. And if either team scores a point in football, or a goal in hockey, or a hit in baseball, you get that hundred dollars. And to find this, it's just going to be in the podcast description of this show, right? Yeah. So when you go and, and you go to whatever platform you go to, whether it's Apple. Spotify, whatever that might be, you'll find it in there. So nice and easy. Of course, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. So that's just something to keep in the back of your mind. Of course, we do it responsibly. We never like to be too aggressive over the top. So just do it safe and, and sound and you'll get that free 100 if you get that $1 bet in there.
0: Yeah, and so you can go over to Online dot com whenever you see that. Uh, the the show notes in there, even or the the, uh, the we can do a little article and put the put the put the podcast player in there, and you can find the link to it right there. Also in the Twitter the tweet, the tweet that we put out for the show. It's going to be in that one as well. Uh, So awesome. Just keep your eyes open to AaronToysOnline.com, and you can find that link. It'll be all over the internet because I'm starting to troll people, John. I'm just dropping it in everywhere because it's such a good deal. It's a good deal, and I want to reward not only our listeners, but also everybody out there who likes to do any of that, kind of wagering on any of those games. And Like you said, it's on every single game. October is a hot month for sports, and I want to make sure everybody gets a hold of that good deal. One dollar... One dollar, one goal, one basket. I I what did you say? A basket, one point, one run. Yep, one, one hit. point. You don't even you don't even need a two-point shot. You just need a free throw. And and and, and, and you get a hundred bucks to be able to bet on anything you want. That's uh, that's a great deal. Hey, let let's help people turn this into it. Cause what we do here on the pick and pick skin winners is we like to look at these lines. We read these lines from the beginning of the week until the time that the show records and we give you these, uh, I don't know, insights of what the, the 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 public's doing, everything like that. So we like to look at that. And the first game on our list, John, of course, was the Rams and the Seattle Seahawks. I got the Rams last night. You texted, you texted me and I got the Rams after Seattle scored that first touchdown. I told you it was a typo and that I took Seattle, but actually I stuck with the Rams. Uh, I like that one. You actually took Seattle last night.
1: Yeah, I did take Seattle. So, uh, you know, man of my word. So I'm going to go 0-1 to start the week here. Look, I mean, unfortunately, Russell Wilson probably broke his finger. It's definitely severely damaged yeah. and he's going to be out for a little while now. So, I mean, it, not the way you'd want to pick a game without Russell Wilson, who hasn't missed a game in years and years and years and years. However, I'm sure I've also won games by getting lucky with somebody else getting an injury. So I'll, I'll take the loss like a man. You're 1-0. I'm 0-1.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, without with with those things being said, uh, you talk about uh, luck being involved when we do this. I don't know that there's there is some luck. I, I do know it's a small percentage luck, but we research these things. We compare notes. We, uh, we look at the point totals. We, we watch the lines. We also look at how the teams are doing in many different areas. So I, I think of gambling or wagering as a lot of research into these things, almost like looking at stock market trades. You know what
1: I mean? Yeah, it absolutely is like that. It really is. And like you said, it's not really uh, luck of the draw when you're looking at it like this steadily over the course of a long period of time. Right. If you pop in for one week and you say, oh, I'm going to throw three or four bets down real quick right here. You know, that's not going to last very long. There, there's no strategy there. There's no long term ability there. So something that we're doing is it's easing out over time and the numbers are coming out in our favor. For example, last year, I think I was hovering around 500 for many weeks. By the end of the year, I was 15 games over and that's picking every game. It's almost impossible when you're picking every game because there's such a house edge against you when you're going for volume. So, you know, like you said, it doesn't seem very random with our results. They've been good. Hopefully they'll continue right now, 36 and 29 for me, seven games over already, which is way ahead of my pace from last year. And on the games where I'm really locking in for the locks, I'm 11 and four. So it's either I'm really lucky or we know a little bit about football.
0: Yeah, that that's true. Hey, and the first game we have on our docket outside of the Rams Seattle game which is already over, the New York Jets versus the Atlanta Falcons, I believe that they are going over to London for this game, John. And and let me tell you, uh, this game started out at a 47.0 point total for the game. It's dropped down to 45 and a half, and Atlanta was favored by 3, they're still favored by 3 points even though They're going to be missing Calvin Ridley, even though Russell Gage did not make that trip over there with them. I think that what they're thinking about are these New York Jets being on a one game winning streak, dog.
1: (laughs) I can't believe it. That game was a shock. I mean, not a shock that they covered the spread, even though, of course, I've made the guarantee that I will pick against the Jets every week, no matter who they're playing and no matter what the spread is. So that will continue here. I will take Atlanta. However, I wasn't surprised they covered the spread against Tennessee. I was pretty shocked that they won the game straight up, especially with the bad play calling down the stretch by offensive coordinator Mike LaFleur and the Jets not scoring from the one-yard line with multiple opportunities there. And then it got into overtime, and it seemed like it was going to be a tie, and the Titans missed a field goal. So that was a shocking win, very exciting uh, for me as a Jets fan. Mostly we give the credit. Well, we give the credit to Zach Wilson for some of his deep balls he had a, uh, two or three really good deep balls down the field on the right-hand side uh, to Corey Davis, but also the defense was unbelievable. Defense, seven sacks. Uh, they've been good every game, actually. It just gets hidden when your team is so bad that the defense has been good. Uh, that's been hidden. But in this game here, I have to take Atlanta based on the uh, what I've told everybody and what I've guaranteed. And what I'll say, the saving grace for Atlanta is Cordero Patterson is hot as a pistol. That guy's on fire. So they're going to ride him in this game, and they're going to try to get Kyle Pitts involved this is going to be a close game and it's probably going to be an under.
0: I, I could see that. I don't like picking the London game. I just, it's so weird. You know, there's another factor involved in all that. I don't know the field conditions over there. Sometimes I think they're playing on a water polo field, you know, instead of just like a polo turf or something. I don't know what they're doing over there with the, with the field conditions, but I, I, I told you last week that I thought that the Jets had a really good shot at covering the Tennessee Titan game, and I didn't have the guts to pull the trigger. Well, this week I'm pulling the trigger, John. I I think the Jets have an opportunity here and an undermanned, understaffed Atlanta Falcon team to be able to really pull this off. Uh, they're down to their third-string r- wide receiver right now, and he hasn't done anything. Saquias so, hasn't done anything. So right. I'm going to take the Jets in this one. I like that defense. I like the pressure they put on the ball. And to me, the Atlanta offensive line is just about as good as the Tennessee Titan offensive line. So they'll be able to get to Matt Ryan several times.
1: Yeah, so. they're definitely going to get to Matt Ryan. I mean, the pass rush has been excellent, to be honest. I mean, Quinn and Williams, one of the best defensive players in the league. John Franklin Myers is a rising star. The guy's a monster. I, You know, like I've said, I haven't seen a pass rush like this from the Jets since John Abraham and Sean Ellis, and this is not a good situation for Atlanta, not having Calvin Ridley and not having Gage. It's definitely going to be a, a rough go for them. However, I do think the Jets offense played over its head last week, sure. so they may not score a lot. So for Atlanta to win, they just need to grind it out. Go to Mike Davis, go to Patterson, a lot of screen plays. So it's going to be a close one, but I'm going to take Atlanta because I have to
0: yep and Atlanta doesn't have a defense that's why I went with the Jets too all right Miami versus Tampa Bay this this line started out at a 50 and a half point total a 50 and a half point total for the game total Four dropped down to 48 the line started out where Tampa Bay was actually favored by seven and a half it's gone up three points Now they're favored by 10. I don't know why it's gone up by three. Maybe you can uh, uh, give me some insight on that, but I'll warn everybody. Tampa Bay is one and three against the spread this year so far, and it's gone up three points, John.
1: Yeah, so I think it's time. I think it's time for them to cover. That's definitely what it is. Uh, A team like this last week was brutal, right, because Mm -hmm. you got rainy conditions against one of the top five defenses in the league. And the Patriots are really picking up steam as well. Not only are they, they have the coaching with Belichick on the defensive side and also his family getting involved, some funny memes from the weekend, of course, with the defensive coordinator, Uh, you know, but they have the pedigree, but now they're really starting to roll defensively and the weather was awful. And there was a lot of pressure. Everybody was watching. So not surprised that that ended up a close game. This game here is a game where Tampa Bay, hopefully the weather will be nicer. It'll be a little bit more comfortable. Miami is going off the rails, right? It's it's really looking like a mess over there in Miami this year. This is a game where Tampa Bay just comes in very loose, very calm. And over the course of the game, they're going to pick you apart. Uh, and they're going to expand on that lead. Probably, they probably won't even need the fourth quarter to expand. I think it's going to be the third quarter where Tampa Bay really starts to pull away. So, yeah, I, I do like Tampa Bay, and I understand where the line is going up. I'm going to go with the Bucs to win this game by 17 points.
0: Well, I put Tampa Bay down as well. I like Tampa Bay in this game. Miami has given up 500 yards of offense to the Las Vegas Raiders, John. Las Vegas Raiders. Every single game for Miami, I think, it just came up a lot of overs whenever I was doing the research. Over, 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 over. So I like the over in this one because the point total actually dropped down to 48. And I think Tampa Bay's secondary will allow for opportunities to get those backdoor overs with Miami and Jacoby Brissett launching the ball downfield and those kind of things. So I could see a couple of big plays from Miami. Miami to get them in scoring uh, scoring condition, but I'll take Tampa Bay. I'll take the over on this one as well. All right, we got the Philadelphia Eagles going to the Carolina Panthers. John, this point total started out at forty-seven and a half. It dropped down to forty-five and a half. Carolina was favored by three. They are still favored by three points in this one. I think Carolina got a little bit exposed last week. Maybe the film is out on a couple of you know Sam Darnold. I can't believe Sam Darnold is just about their best rusher right now with CMC on the bench <laughs> being a little bit hurt. I like Carolina in this one. I I don't trust Philadelphia. I don't trust them on the lo- on the road. I like Carolina's defense more so than I like Philadelphia's offense. Ooh,
1: I'm getting like that tingly feeling when I know I got a winner, right? I mean, we we Uh-oh. got it the first game last week, which was Washington. That was a sweat though, right? You, you know, what's funny. In reality, I took Washington on our show and I took it as a lock. So that was a win for everybody who was picking with us there on that game. However, in my own life at the last second, when I went to put it in, I said, you know what, this game's going to come down to the last two minutes. And it did. And Washington did cover. But I'm getting that feeling right now about Philadelphia because there's a strategy that I employ which is when a team is playing over its head through a certain number of games, it will start to even out if you have a strong belief about who that team is. right? So if we're playing 17 games, I think Carolina is winning nine or eight games. Oh. They started off 3-0. and I picked them to lose last week, and that was a win for me. That was another win. And now it's only 30% on Philadelphia. And you know I like when people start to get down on people. Mm-hmm. So they're starting to get down on Philadelphia. They're saying, "Oh, you know, maybe that first game was a fluke. They came out with a lot of energy. Jalen Hurts is looking like it's going to be a work in progress. The defense is really dropping down the rankings. They they they're not what they used to be. You know, Fletcher Cox and not a not much else going on there for the defense. So uh, everything's starting to roll and people picking against them, which is why. It's 70% on Carolina, and that's why I'm going to take Philadelphia on the road because I think Carolina is, after five games, without McCaffrey at this point, I think Carolina is a 3-2 and two type of team, and I think Philadelphia will get back in the mix. Not that they're a great team, but they're scrappy, and I think they'll get yeah. back in the mix in their division because they know outside of Dallas, who looks like the class, the other teams there, you can, you can get into a battle with Washington and the Giants and try to stay in the mix there. So I'm going to take Philadelphia. I think I am going to take Philadelphia as a lock as well.
0: Wow. Okay. 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 I, I like Carolina at home. I like the defense at home. I know what Justin Hurts does, but he, he just doesn't. Or Jalen Hurts, but he just doesn't have anybody to throw the ball to a lot. Of, I, and and yeah, uh, uh, my guy from Alabama, he's doing pretty well there. But I, I still like Carolina at home. The next game is New Orleans Saints at the Washington Football Team, John. This one is coming in. When we look at the betting public here, it's 74% on New Orleans right now, 89% on the money line for them to win the game. Uh, New Orleans was favored by one point at the start of the week. It's, they've gone up to two and a half, and the point total for the game was at 46 and a half. It's dropped to 43 and a half. I, I think this is a good Winston game. And I say that, and I know that means it's going to be a bad Winston game because I, 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 Washington's backs are against the wall. But I, when I look at what their defense has done this year, I'm thinking I'm, I, I, I like to take the coaching staff for New Orleans. I like to take Jameis Winston, and I think that they're going to be able to run up and down this field. I'm going to take New Orleans in this one, John.
1: Yeah, you got to practice what you preach, right, partner? We always preach on this show. Don't Just because we say opposite the public is a smart thing, generally speaking, don't start doing that every game. So here's a game right here where it's 74% on new orleans and i'm going to be with you on this i'm going to take new orleans here here's my theory behind this and so far it's worked gangbusters it's worked really well this entire season and also in the past years as well when two teams are in a similar category there's like an opportunity game for the team that's higher class now i'll give an example last week it was indianapolis and miami to me indianapolis had been scrapping around like we said hanging around but not getting the wins And that was an opportunity for them against a lesser team in a similar bracket Miami there to say, okay, here's, this is our chance. This is a win. This is a W we have to grab. Okay. New Orleans has to treat this game the same way. Washington looks like a team right now that's going to play to their competition. Oh, they're going to play Atlanta. That's going to be a close game. They're going to go back and forth. Maybe they'll win a game like that. But here's New Orleans. That's a higher class organization than Washington right now. They're going to do things technically sound like we talk about with Sean Payton, like we talk about with the veteran leaders on the defensive side of the ball for this team, like, like Jordan, like Lattimore, those guys, right? Yeah. This is an opportunity game for New Orleans, even though it's 74% on them, to say, that's a team we could wipe. We're going to take care of Washington. We're going to show them what technical football is. And as the course of the game goes on, we're going to manipulate them. We're going to get the little advantages and the little edges. So I'm going to take New Orleans here. Uh, this one's a pretty clear to me, even though it's 74%, I'm taking the saints.
0: Yeah, and I, and I I feel like it's a Winston game for some reason. I think he's going to have a lot of deep balls. Washington's defense has let up a lot of big plays, and if they can if they can let Daniel Jones do what Daniel Jones does, uh, and, and Matt Ryan do it? Matt Ryan, it, it, they're going. To, I think it's a Jameis Winston game. Tennessee at Jacksonville. Tennessee was favored by three points to start the week. It's gone up uh, to now. They're favored by four points. The point total started out forty nine and a half. It's dropped to forty eight and a half. We know all the turmoil going on in Jacksonville. I, I think re- one of the really cool odds here I found somewhere down the road was whether or not Derrick Henry was going to have more touches than Urban Meyer this week. That's what I I saw some (laughs) prop bet. I didn't know which one to take. Hey, I got this. I don't know what's going to end up happening in this game. I want to hear your opinion first, because I know the the public eye is on Tennessee. 87 percent, 90 percent on the money line. Uh, the public really likes Tennessee in this one, I think because of all that Jacksonville turmoil. So I want to hear John Fursella's take before I give you mine.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can tell you this is one of those games where the two factors are competing with each other. And that tells you that you really should lay off the game. Right. There's two scenarios. Let's talk about the big picture here. The strategy is very important. There are two scenarios where two things are competing with each other. That's The first one is always when the logical team is heavy percentage on them. That is a scary thing. You say, oh, this is the obvious pick. Everyone's taking it. It's very hard for that game to come in and win for you. However, sometimes you have to go with the logical pick. You can't go all the same way. Now, here's one where the factors are competing with each other in terms of the fact that it's 87% on Tennessee, but the line went up from three at the open to four and a half now. So that does indicate that Tennessee could be a good play because you can't really tell if it's the action of the betters pushing that line from three to four and a half, or is it the lines maker saying, you know what? Maybe that opening line was too low. Tennessee's going to take care of business here. We got to open this line up. So it's a very difficult game to call. So the first point of this game is if you're picking games in real life, throw it out, throw it in the trash. This is the first one on the board. You don't want to play this game. Now, I'm going to take Tennessee here with 87% on them because I'm going to lean on the part where the line is going up. Also, like, how the heck are you going to lose to the Jets and the Jaguars back to back? Right. (laughs) I, I, there's a difference here. There's a big difference. The Jets defense could buckle down with the, with the number of stud players. They have the Jets right now have five stud players on defense, believe it or not, maybe nothing on offense, but they got five studs on defense. Jacksonville's got one or zero on this team. So Mm -hmm. you can't stop Derrick Henry in the second half if you're the Jacksonville defense. You know, unless Derrick Henry got hurt, which ain't going to happen, you can't stop him. So I'm going to take Tennessee because it's going to be a pounding in the second half. They're going to beat him into submission. You know, four and a half is not even high enough, if you ask me. If Tennessee wins this game by 14, I'm not even going to bat an eye.
0: Uh, of course, you would be the guy to argue with DraftKings Sportsbook, where we get all our lines from. Of course, you would be going to write an article about how S- DraftKings Sportsbook isn't as good as the, maybe Aaron Donald is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get uh, to I, that. We'll get to that. Uh, all right. So uh, Tennessee-Jacksonville, I, do, I don't I do know what's going on in Jacksonville right now, I'm, and you're right. I, I was sitting there looking at this game earlier in the week, and I went, oh. Jacksonville is going to have 10 days rest. You know, they're going to be at home that, but, but in an atmosphere and an environment where there are distractions, that 10 days might not be good. You know, this, this might've been a week where you really wish you played on Thursday night instead of playing on Thursday night, a week ago. You know what I mean? Like, like, so, so the drama doesn't continue to build in that locker room. And I do believe that the Titans were embarrassed last week, losing to the jets. But I, at one point I said, wow, the, the, the Jaguars, I like their offense maybe a little bit better than I like the Jets offense just a little bit not a lot and the Titans just aren't showing anything on defense and I went wow what happens if Tennessee loses to the Jets and then loses to Jacksonville and I said ah that ain't going to happen so I wrote down Tennessee as well so I I, I like the four points I, I, I I'm with you I don't think that's enough Detroit
1: yeah, wait one, one thing I will say I like what you said about Tennessee going off the rails there because they they've lucked out in this division right? They lucked out with oh, how yeah. weak this division is. Yeah. But keep an eye on Indianapolis now, keep because they they did find a little something last week. We'll get to them when their game comes, but Mo Alley-Cox, who I think is one of the guys they need to use more, got a couple of touchdowns and they figured something out. Uh, Houston was a threat to Tennessee when they had Tyrod Taylor. That was obvious. They were playing lights out football. They got lucky that Tyrod Taylor got hurt. So Tennessee just keeps lucking out that this division is falling apart. But if they lose this game, they're going to be in big trouble.
0: And I think next week starts our bye weeks, and maybe we'll revisit some of those win-loss totals or mm-hmm. the division total winners and stuff like that because we we'll, we'll won't have as many games on the slate. So we can revisit some of those things and talk about those new lines that are up there on DraftKings Sportsbook where they continue to put those lines and update them each and every week. So that's, that's really cool to look at. I like to look at those things. Detroit travels to Minnesota. This point total started out at 48 for this game. DraftKings Sportsbook has now has it at 49 and a half. Minnesota was favored by eight and a half. And John, this game total has gone up to 10. We keep talking about how Detroit is scrappy. Detroit is trying. Detroit is fired up. Well, they're fired up to 0 and 4, I believe. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and the air is let out of the bag a little bit. I don't like the 10 points. I wish I I was still sitting at eight and a half or something, or I could get a teaser to go all the way down. But since we just talk about the games and and each game individually, I will still take the Minnesota Vikings because I believe Minnesota can get in the 30s. And so far, I really haven't seen Detroit over the last couple of weeks get outside of the teens. You know what I mean? So I think that that game total uh, or the point total for Minnesota there, I think that they'll be able to cover this 10 points.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? In this game, shout out to my buddy Matt Zilbert, who's a MLB handicapper for many, many, many years for multiple different big sites. Know him since I'm 13 years old. Uh, he keeps a written list of the games, right, on his baseball slate each day. He's but That's his routine. It's handwritten. So if you had a handwritten list of the NFL games, do me a favor. Go over to the dumpster, get yourself a lighter, and light that paper on fire throw right in the dumpster. Oh. There's no way you could pick this game. Because it's 51% on Detroit, 49 on Minnesota. That's a coin flip. The line is very vague, right? It's very gray here. Eight and a half going up to 10. Uh, it, you got two teams in the same division. Could Minnesota win by 10? Absolutely. Could it be a push? Sure. Could Detroit backdoor cover this game? Sure. Could Minnesota blow them out? Absolutely. So this is a game that you could throw this right in the garbage. Um, here's my thing. I'm going to go with Minnesota for this reason. I saw the wheels sort of coming off the Detroit offense last week, Mm -hmm. and things were getting choppy all of a sudden. They had some early energy, like the spunk of, "Oh, we got a lot of new guys here. Everything is fresh. We got the coach giving us a good positive pat on the back." Uh, That stuff was rolling early on. Now that luster's starting to fade off, and I'm in a tough spot myself. You know what? I'm gonna ask you a question, partner. It's a two-quarterback league. My team is rolling right now. Lamar Jackson is my first quarterback. My second choice is either. Matt Ryan against the Jets in London, or Jared Goff against Minnesota. Who are you going with, partner?
0: Uh, boy, that's a tough one. That uh, because uh, I, the Jet defense is so good, or Jared Goff. you, you don't have anybody else you could pick. I mean, you know, I might be able to
1: get one of the guys guys that, uh, you know, there was a quarterback injured elsewhere. I might be able to, but I don't like to do that because it usually doesn't work out.
0: I I guess I would have to take Jared Goff just because of the game script that will end up happening there. And I just don't like the field conditions in London and uh, Matt Ryan doesn't have his weapons there.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. So I, I may go with you on that one partner and take Jared Goff. So that's, that's my issue though. You see what in general, yeah. in my own life, there, applying it to this game, I was like, Ugh, I'm not feeling that great. I'm not feeling that great about Gop. So I am going to take Minnesota. I think that Detroit offense is sputtering, and Minnesota is obviously a better team. So let's just go with the high quality play in this game.
0: Yeah, and I just don't like the 10 points, and like you said, in a division game, usually everything's a lot closer in the division game because the two teams know each other so well, but I think that the Detroit has turned over enough to where they don't know what in the world's going on right now at this point. Green Bay at Cincinnati, this game total started out at 49, it's gone up to 50. Green Bay was six-point favorites, John, six points. And then it's dropped down to three-point favorite. Man, when I saw that six points, I think I, I tweeted the Aaron Torres Media Group a little tweet. Hey, Cincinnati's getting six! Cincinnati's getting six! <laughs> I was so excited because I'm on that Cincinnati bandwagon. I, I talked about them beating Pittsburgh uh, a week or so ago. I lost out on the Jacksonville Jaguar game. I was up on cloud nine. I think Cincinnati's at cloud nine. Cincinnati fans are at cloud nine. This is going to be a raucous environment for Aaron Rodgers to go in there with Devontae Adams. But I think Cincinnati, give me any points at home. I like it. I love it. I want more of it, Todd. Woo,
1: loafing it is fired up, baby. This guy's a, you know what? He used to be a Chicago Bears fan. You know, way (laughs) back in the day, he used to be a Justin Fields guy. Now he's a Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow guy. Uh, I will tell you this, right? We got to follow the trends, right, of the teams. Cincinnati right now, when you think they're going to play well, they don't. When they're playing against a team that's supposedly an elite class team, they seem to rise up. Uh So with that being said, my initial instinct on this game was to take Green Bay and just throw it away. Say, forget about it. It's Green Bay. They're a higher class team. Rodgers is the man. They're starting to roll now. I did pick them to win the Super Bowl. Let me stick with that. That was my first instinct, having looked at this game multiple times. However, Cincinnati is tricky like that. And Burrow, this is an opportunity for him to say, hey, I'm going to go shot for shot with a legend. And he's that type of kid. He likes a challenge. Joe Burrow, kind of like Prescott, right? Prescott coming back from the injury, looking sharp. Same thing for Burrow coming back from the injury, looking sharp. He wants the challenge to show everybody I'm a tough guy and I'm not going to back down from anything. Uh, And Cincinnati, their defense, which is weird, seems to be playing better against the better teams or worse against the worst teams. So go figure on that. So I am going to go with you on this one and take Cincinnati because it seems to be the trend that we have developing. Although this is another sweat. This game's a sweat. That's three games. There's no way I would ever pick this game. I would never on my own. We just have to do it for pick a skin winners. I'm going to go with Cincinnati.
0: Yeah. And, and for us, for you and I, it's conflicting reports. When the line drops down three to Cincinnati's way, I would normally say like, "Ooh, I got to take that Green Bay then," because they were initially favored by three, which meant Vegas thought they were a better team by three points. And now that it's dropped down to three, I'm going to say that it was being betted down by three, or they reevaluated everything after last Sunday. So I would normally want to go with Green Bay, but then I look at the public betting eye, and there's it's 73% right now on Green Bay, so that makes me go, "Ooh, I want to go the opposite way and get on." Cincinnati. And so I got to throw both of those things out. And I got to say, which team do I have more confidence in? And right now I have more confidence in Cincinnati. So that's what I'm going to do.
1: Yeah. Now I apologize, partner. I do have to correct you on that. When the line opens at six and then drops to three, that's an indicator to take the other team. So that actually is an indicator to take Cincinnati, not Green Bay, because it opened up at six. So everything in terms of technical betting strategy, which of course you want to watch the line movement and the percentages everything on this game lines up to what's called the sharp play. The sharps are going to be on Cincinnati in this game. So apologize for the correction, but that, that is true. Uh, And Cincinnati is the right play right now from a technical standpoint.
0: You know I get backwards sometimes. You know my brain works a little bit backwards sometimes. And yeah. so whenever I see that minus six, I, in my head I do see that. Now that would be uh, true in my brain, how I work backwards. If <laughs> if Cincinnati was being bet up by 73% on the betting public, then I would be like, oh, oh, oh it's time to run the other way because Vegas thought that uh, Green Bay was better. So I, I, I don't mind. I don't mind. I like corrections, John. I like corrections. I get backwards and I try sometimes.
1: And I try to do it politely as well.
0: But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got lucky on that one. All right. The New England Patriots versus the Houston Texans. New England was favored by six points. Now they're favored by eight and a half. Houston, the game total was sitting at 46 and a half. It's gone to 39 and a half. So this game just keeps going down and down and down. And I think that that's the same hopes and dreams that Houston Texans are experiencing as well. They're, they're just going down and down. I took new England on this one. I don't think we got to spend a lot of time on this game. I don't like the eight and a half. I I like the six a lot better, but eight and a half is what it is.
1: Yep. Absolutely. You're a hundred percent right. We don't need to spend a lot of time on it. We're in the same scenario as we were last week, right? Which is the Buffalo defense is smoking hot. You put that smoking hot defense against Davis Mills. They're going to shut him out. Same thing with the Patriots. This Patriots defense is smoking hot. Houston may not score more than three points. If they score three, that might be good for them. So it's going to be, it is going to be low scoring, but all the points are going to be on the Patriots side. So I'm taking New England.
0: The Chicago Bears travel to Las Vegas. The Bears were, uh, are, are the game total was at 46 and a half. It's dropped down to 44 and a half. The Raiders were favored by three and a half. Now they're favored by five and a half points, John, five and a half points. Justin Fields. Whew. on the road oh, on the road again mm. uh, you know and last time that happened it didn't work out too well uh, bears <laughs> seem to be a team that play well at home really well at home you know where the defense kind of gets fired up and everything and the defense will be fired up this week with matt going back to uh play for, against the raider organization i i think my heart's in this one but i think mm-hmm. my head's in this one too and after the raiders were embarrassed last week i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and take the raiders this week to bounce back in extreme fashion
1: isn't it funny how we, we tend to go against our own teams. It's like, ah, the bear, you're like the bear stick. I'm like the jet stick. It's a, It's always fun to run that back. Uh, I'll tell you my issue here, which is back to what I said about Carolina, right? So I, what I try to lay out as we go through these games is how you want to have an ideology when you're picking and certain things that come up in the patterns over the course of the year, you need to recognize them when they're happening. It's, it's no good to wait a week and try Mm -hmm. to jump on it. You know what I mean? So there were three teams last week that were three and O that in my opinion should not have been three and O the Raiders were one of them. I picked against them and I covered, right? Carolina was another, I picked against them and I covered. Denver was another, I pick against them and I covered three and O on that strategy. Well, I think the same thing applies here. I think five games into the year, if I look at these teams in the grand scheme, Carolina is a three and two team, right? So I'm taking, I'm picking against them. I'm taking Philadelphia. Same thing here because of the percentages. Only 29% on the Bears. I agree with what you said absolutely about how the Bears defense definitely seems alive and a lot feistier at home. There's no question about that. However, it's only 29% on them. And I, don't, I the Raiders, how many times have I said it and we've been right? They open up hot every year with Gruden and then they fall off a cliff. Yeah. Yep. So it's time for them to be 3-2. and two. I'm going to take Chicago to win this game straight up.
0: Woo! Woo! <laughs> Okay, all right. I want to be. I, I, I'll buy you a Chicago jersey, maybe. Woo. Oh, maybe I'll just send you the Rashawn Salam jersey I have hanging in my closet. Is what I'll probably end up doing. You know, I
1: have I drafted Mooney, and and Darnell Mooney was in my sleepers article over at Aaron Torres Online. By the way, Aaron Torres Online this week I have my defensive power rankings, right? Because we're always watching the ball. Like I said, we're always talking about fantasy, and we're not talking too much about defense. So jump on there, check out and see where your favorite team is ranked out of all 32 teams. Uh, I had your bears in the middle of the pack, my friend
0: yeah they're they're not as as stout as they once were a couple of years ago uh, after the Lovey Smith era has left there. It's it's just not what it used to be. But, uh, John, also, as you said, aarontoysonline.com, uh, make sure that's a part of your regular viewing habits on your phone, bookmark it on your computer. Uh, we're trying to get that built up to be a one-stop shop for all your sporting needs, right? I mean, we've had a, There's a lot of websites out there and everything, and sometimes you got to go to this place, you got to go to that place, you got to go to that place. We want to build aarontoysonline.com uh, to be a one-stop shop for all your sport needs is what we do. We've got a lot of articles up there right now. Podcasts are coming up there left and right. We continue to expand the uh, roster over at AaronTorresOnline.com. So that's that's always a, a fun thing to do as people get an opportunity to live out their dream to be a sport analyst.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, of course, Aaron Torres is an expert in college football and college basketball and has been for many, many, many years. Austin Montgomery has been picking pretty hot in the NFL. He also now started with his MLB playoff picks. Mm -hmm. So you can go to Aaron Torres online for that. Uh, Fantasy coach JB, JB Barry, he's a DFS master. He's actually been crushing it in the showdowns, the individual games on DraftKings. So keep an eye on JB for that. And I guess, you know, you come to me, obviously, for your rankings and your lists, but apparently you come to me for your controversy because, number one, I got in an argument with Daniel Negreanu who's arguably the greatest poker player of all time. And it was an honest conversation about strategy, and he got all upset with me, right? So I had an argument with him. He's made $44 million playing poker, and he's arguing with at Legend Sports 7 about poker strategy. So that's over there on Aaron Torres Online. And of course, hey, you know, I, I give people what it is. I give it straight up. On all of my lists, you can go back through time. I know, Wes, you've seen them all over the years. Uh, I've always had Aaron Donald between number 11 and number 20 when ranking the players. So I wrote an article that said I think he's overrated because everyone says he's number one or number two. And I don't agree with that. I, for, I've i always said he's between 11 and 20 because I'm going to put the quarterbacks up front and there's other defensive players that are on even par with him. That's just the way I do it. And boy, I don't think people were happy about that part.
0: <laughs> now, now, oh, so I'm going to correct you, John. Okay, you corrected me early in the show. I'm going to correct you because you said uh, Daniel argued with you. Uh, John, you argued with him. Okay. I, it wasn't what it was, he he's yes. He's talking to you. He's he's, he's debating you, but but you argued with him. <laughs> you criticized him first. And like you said, he's won a bunch of money playing poker. And listen, you don't get that legend name for anything, for nothing. You know what I mean? So you've, you've done pretty well uh, around the, around the time frame too, that I've known you. So uh, at legend sports seven is always stirring the pot a little bit on Twitter <laughs> at legend sports seven, check out Aaron for all those articles that John was talking about and all those great people who are writing for us over there at AaronTorresOnline.com. You can follow me as well at LoafinIt on Twitter. John, we've got to get back into football. We're trying to keep this to, uh, close here to our hour-long content. Uh, Cleveland at Los Angeles Chargers. I don't think this game uh, It really needs to be talked about. It is crossed. I think it's the only cross on—no, there's one more cross, but this one has cross for us. Cleveland started out as one-and-a-half-point favorites. Now the Chargers hmm. are favored by two. The point total started out at 47 and a half. It's dropped down to 47. Look, I, Baker, Baker's having a tough stretch right here. And, and it, it does coincide with OBJ coming back into the lineup, coincidentally, when we talked about that several times. I don't like what Baker looks like. I think that charger defense is really strong. That secondary is really strong. I, I, I'm taking Los Angeles all day, all night on this one.
1: Well, first of all, I got a little bit excited here looking at the games we have coming up right Mm -hmm. we always like to pinpoint the ones that are the games to see i mean this is a game right here cleveland browns they got it rolling now overall as a team for the last two years right we consider them a high class team in the afc the chargers are smoking hot justin herbert's the guy man he's unbelievable i love justin herbert he's just unbelievable i wish he was a jet that being said right (laughs) Cleveland right now is at 33%, and, I, and every year I have my cash register team. ATM, Aaron Torres Media, right? My ATM this year has been the Cleveland Browns. Yep. I'm cleaning up on the Cleveland Browns. And you know what I like? When, when Herbert is on a national TV game, right, with Keenan Allen, with Eckler playing out of his mind, playing great football, sharing the rock, Mike Williams is out there on the outside as well, right? Everybody's talking about the Chargers right now, which is why I'm not surprised. It's 67% on the Chargers, so that's where I sneak in. I come in nice and quiet like a mouse in the night. 33% on the Browns. I'm taking the Browns because I know everybody. It'll probably go to 70% on the Chargers before the game. I'm sticking with the ATM. Cleveland
0: Browns, baby. Lock it up. Lock it up? Put a lock on the Cleveland Browns. I I can't believe you're doing that. You trusted OBJ. That's fine with me. I I really like what Los Angeles is doing. I think they threw it to their tight ends a lot last week. They threw it to Eckler just to give the Browns something else to think about, you know, because the wide receivers there, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, like you said, have been on fire all year long. And they put up a couple of duds from fantasy perspective last, last week. But I think that was... Some people playing chess, not checkers, and and, and I, of course you go with each game. They 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 try to exploit the different teams' weaknesses, of of course. But I, I think that that was a way to give Cleveland more to think about this week. That hey, you got to worry about our tight ends too. So I, I like Los Angeles in this one. I, I appreciate what you said though. I like that.
1: Okay. Hey, look, I knew you were going to do that from the beginning. So because that's exactly the type of game that at low it, West Easley's going to pick. Everybody's talking about the Chargers. I already know you're going to take them. I didn't even have to look at it.
0: I don't listen to anybody, John. I don't. I, the podcast, I listen to our podcast. I go into a laboratory. I try to see what I can do a little bit better each and every week as we continue to grow over there at Aaron Tours Online. I try to do things that help us grow. I don't listen to other people. I listen to John Frisella for all my football advice, my friend. New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys, another division rivalry on this one. The point total started out at 48 and a half. It's gone up to 52 and a half. Dallas was favored by five and a half. They're going up. The six and a half, John, Dallas is 4-0 and against the spread. So that means at home, they have beat the spread. That means away, they have beat the spread. They beat the spread every single week. I'm going to take Dallas on this one, John. I, I I just like Dallas's offense. I like what they're doing. I know the Giants keep it close. I know the Giants keep it close. I know the Giants keep it close. But I just can't go against Dallas at home.
1: Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you can't, because that's another win for me. I'm taking the Giants, baby. (laughs) Listen, this game, I'll make a direct comparison, right? We've been doing a lot today, and I think it works nicely to kind of get a parallel game that's going to give you some background on where we're going here with these picks. This game reminds me an awful lot of last week, the Patriots and the Bucks, right? Because the line was about the same. The, The line was hovering six and a half, seven points. You look at it, and you go, well, who's the flashy offensive team? It was Tampa Bay. Well, who's the flashy offensive team here? It's Dallas. Yes. Now, you know I like Dallas because I got the hat now. I went into work one day uh, last week when the when the Jets were 0-3, and all of a sudden, one of the attorneys, as a joke, put a Dallas Cowboys hat that they bought for me on my keyboard to say, hey, you, I think you should switch. I think you should forget about the Jets. So I like the Cowboys, and you know I like Prescott in general, but not here, not for the pick. 23% on the Giants. Like you said, what, how could you go against the trend of the Giants keep it close? The Giants keep it close. It's a fact. That's what they do. And this is a division game. And this is a game they have to have. Forget about the spread. The Giants got to win this game. Yeah, they they got to hang around or Dallas is going to run away with this division. So I'm taking the Giants. I'm not even going to think twice about it. I, I'll go back to my locks, right? As of right now, Philadelphia is the only official lock. I'm looking at the Browns as a possible lock and maybe the Giants. That's okay. the way I'm leaning so far.
0: All right, Sonny, we're, we're going against each other, which is fine with me. I don't mind at all because that started a trend this week already when you picked the Seattle Seahawks and I picked the Los Angeles Rams. So that's, <laughs> you are uh, right, you that's are right partner. my partner. San Francisco versus Arizona, another division rivalry game, which is really exciting to see. And this one was one that crossed over. It started out as San Francisco being favored by one point. Arizona is now favored by four points and a half jump Four. that's a huge jump. The game total started out at 46 and a half and now it's at 49 and a half. Go ahead. I'll let you pick this one so that I could disagree with you if I want to.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, San Francisco, we don't know who the quarterback is, is that correct?
0: I yeah, but I, I you know, I with a bye week next week for San Francisco, I think that they're going to let Jimmy Garoppolo sit on the sideline for me personally whenever I see that. Uh, so I think I really think that it's going to be uh, uh what's his name? Lance? Trey Lance?
1: Yeah, it's going to be Trey Lance. I mean, he looks shaky to me because I did actually watch that entire game. Uh, The good news is we know he can scramble, right? And one thing about Trey Lance, I was watching his technical skills and what he likes to do. When he scrambles, he scrambles in between the tackles, which is unusual for a rookie, right? The rookies always want to roll to the outside and run. That being said, I don't think he could do enough. Um, And something looks off about San Francisco. Could it be that Robert Saleh is not there? Could that Mm -hmm. be what's off about this team? Because not only was he the defensive coordinator and a leader for this team, uh, just a rah Rock guy in general that keeps everybody upbeat. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's not knowing. And if if you really think Jimmy G's out, which I agree with you, I got to go with Arizona just because they've been hot. And sort of like Cleveland, I tend to do well, right? If I take Cleveland and I take Arizona, it seems to work out for me. And I think that's, you know, it's fair for a team that's 4-0 and they got to click it on all cylinders. I'm taking Arizona.
0: Trey Lance's biggest attribute is running around out there. Uh, Let me just tell you this. Arizona's defense, they usually practice against a player who likes to run around out there in Kyler Murray. And there's nobody faster. There's nobody speedier. There's nobody more so than Kyler Murray, right? And Trey Lance Lance is going to look like slow motion to them. So I I like Arizona in this one a lot. I don't mind the four and a half points. That's fine with me. Arizona is on a mission. John, I went back and I did look to see what it was at the beginning. Well, what it is now, 660. Six, I, I may even listen to the show. It was like 660 for Arizona to win the division earlier this year. And that was one of those that you and I said, that's a good, that's a good wager right there. Plus 660.
1: Yeah. Well, I want to give you the credit part you said that I back you up on it, but that was your pick. So that that's your future pick of the year so far, which is Arizona to win the division. Which uh, I guess maybe we should have put a future pick on Arizona to win the Super Bowl. We get some pretty, go- pretty good odds there. But, hey, man, we got a hot game, a big game coming up next. I'm pumped. Let's do it.
0: Buffalo at Kansas City. A playoff. This was from the playoffs last year. So this is going to be kind of a revenge game for Buffalo in Kansas City as well. 54 and a half was the point total. It's gone up to 56 and a half. 70 might be the total before it's all said and done. Uh, Kansas City started out at four and a half point favorites. Now they are only three point favorites, John. The public is all over Buffalo. 61%. I say it's all over Buffalo. 73% on the money line, probably because of the odds that they're getting. Uh, John, I got to get a little Frisella insight on this one before I make my final decision.
1: Woo, man. I love this game, man. I'm psyched up. 820. Sunday night. Whoa, baby! I can't wait for this one. Now we talked about opportunity games today, right? That's been a, a topic of discussion. This is an opportunity game for the Chiefs to correct what happened against Baltimore, right? Because when you're when you're the Chiefs and you're the champs of this conference, you're not the champs of the league right now, but you're the top dog in this conference. Usually speaking, you got to worry about Cleveland, you got to worry about Baltimore, you got to worry about Buffalo, you got to worry about the Chargers. Well, you lost that game to Baltimore, and everybody was watching, and that was a awesome game possibly the best game of the year so far this is your chance right now now they don't probably know that it's 39 percent on them but this is a great opportunity for us as betters right because when do you ever get the chiefs less than 50 percent? never right. you never see it it's always 70 75 65 on kc so because they number one i know they're going to rally here buffalo's smoking hot and they know it right it, it was a little bit different and, and we said it I, I picked baltimore in that game Because Baltimore looked a little shaky early, KC came in a little bit nonchalant, and they got smacked around by Baltimore that came to play physical. Well, it's different here. Buffalo comes in hot. KC knows it. KC is going to put their foot down at home and say, this is still our conference. We can't lose to Baltimore, and we can't lose to Buffalo this early
0: in the year. So I got to take KC. I took Buffalo. Buffalo. And it's just Uh that, you know, what I did this week, I kind of took all those stats. I looked at them to kind of verify my thoughts to see if anything jumped out at me to cancel off some of my thoughts. I went with the eyeball test this week. I realized I went way too much into stats and everything last week. Got me a little bit wishy-washy. I was like, I don't like this guy. I I just said, who is the better team? And Buffalo's defense is way better than Kansas City's uh, offense, in my opinion. I I like Buffalo's defense. I I do. I like how they're playing. I I don't think that Kansas City has nearly as many weapons as they did in the past. I like Buffalo's offense, and Kansas City's defense is just atrocious right now. So I'm just going to take the simple play. I got Buffalo. I got points. I'm happy with that.
1: Yeah, well, I will say in terms of the rankings, right, because I did do the power rankings this week, uh, I did have Buffalo as the number one defense in the league right now, and I had Kansas City as 26 out okay. of 32, so I, I definitely agree with you about the defenses, but it's not, it's not always about that, and it's like you said. You, by the way, you made a great point. You want to have stats. You want to have strategies. You want to have analysis. You also want to have your gut feel. You want to mash it all together sometimes you need to make the read when to throw out the numbers and say, you know what? These numbers are saying something, but they don't make sense to me. I need to, I need to adjust. I have to adjust. I have to ebb and flow with this. So that's, that's a really good part, point that you made there, partner. Now in this game in particular, I'm sticking with my gut feeling, which is the chiefs understand the landscape of the league, which is this conference is going to get away from us. If we start losing to every contender in this conference, we don't look so scary when we get down at the end of the line, especially we can't lose at home. We can't lose at home to Buffalo. Maybe on the road, Buffalo very tough at home, but I'm taking KC here.
0: Next Thursday night, John, you have Tampa Bay and Philadelphia. I, I just looked at this uh, just just now, fifty and a half point total for Tampa Bay at <laughs> Philadelphia. That that is that is nothing for those two teams with both of them having bad defenses. I, I I'm taking the over right now. I might I might go book that right now somewhere. Uh, but we have one last game here for this Sunday: Indianapolis at Baltimore. I don't know that I got to spend a lot of time on this one. Baltimore is playing out of their mind right now. They are on a mission. You heard about them trying to keep the uh, over a hundred yards for running backs, consecutive streaks going on. Right. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, they are on a mission to get some of these records to do something special this year. I like Baltimore in this one. No problem.
1: Well, great point about the rush stopping and Calais Campbell, man. That's my guy. That's my dude. The guy's been around forever. He's played on multiple teams. No matter where he goes, he sets the tone. He's a giant. He doesn't age. For whatever reason, this guy is good. Sometimes he gets better as he gets older from year to year. Uh, and this is this is part of my point about Aaron Donald. I'm not going to go on forever on this. But Calais Campbell is a guy, to me, over the course of his career, which is longer than Donald's, he's proven more. Because he's done it for so long, and he's been a Pro Bowl player Basically, every year that he stayed healthy, he's a Pro Bowl player, and he's one of the leaders here for this team in Baltimore. So good point about the Ravens' defense. However, I want to backtrack to what I said about the Colts' division. This division is sitting there, and it's for the taking. The Colts start to get something going last week. This is a chance for them. I don't think they can win it, because I like the way the Ravens are playing down the stretch all of a sudden. The Ravens are showing that grit and grind. Not a surprise. When you have Justin Tucker, the kicker, in your back pocket, you feel confident at the end of games, Right? So I don't think Indianapolis can win it, but I do think they can hang. And it does. You know what? It's a primetime game. That's when Justin Tucker likes to show off. So this mm-hmm. one actually does feel like tie game. Time expires. Tucker for three, sort of like a three-pointer from beyond the arc. I'll take the Ravens to win by three. I will take the Colts to cover the spread.
0: Uh that game total was at forty nine. It's dropped down to forty-five and a half. Baltimore was favored by four. Now they're favored by seven. I take Baltimore. John takes Indianapolis. Hey. Great show. i and picking pigskin winners, buddy. Yes.
1: Always a pleasure. And we'll throw out those, uh, those top picks as we wrap it up this week. I will take Philadelphia. I feel pretty good about the Patriots shutting down Houston, right? Not letting them score. I'm going to stay away from Cleveland as a topic just because I like Justin Herbert too much and I just can't do it. Right. So I'm going to definitely go with those first two. And if I had to take a third game, I do kind of feel good about Indianapolis. And by the way, remember last week was the road dog. I was taking road teams and everybody was covering. So that's three road dogs right there. I'm going to take them.
0: Okay, uh, I, I got gotcha. you. My locks were Buffalo, Arizona, and the Chargers. So I don't I, we oppose some of those locks, John, or, or at least I, our I thoughts, like it, but so.
1: you'll want to know. you want to know this week, so I got to watch out. I got to watch my back.
0: Sure. Thank you so much for listening to Pick and Pick Skin Winners here on Aaron Torres Media. Make sure you t- uh, make aarontorresonline.com bookmarked on your phone, bookmarked on your computer, Make it a party of your regular viewing habits for all your football news and intakes. So many good articles, so many good podcasts over there, John, and great deals we have. Have partnering up with DraftKings Sportsbook, John. That's It's been a wonderful thing over there. But more than anything else, everybody, all you pick and pick skin winners, we always want to encourage you to find a way to make a positive impact in somebody's life today.